0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dancing My Demons Podcast. Happy Halloween, everybody. If you're somewhere in the world where you celebrate Halloween, well, this is the edition for you. Hope you all have a happy and safe Halloween. This is episode 10, Hero or Villain Equals Monster, the Halloween edition. In this episode, we're gonna speak about the dark side of mental illness. And also to remind everybody with this episode that mental illness doesn't mean everybody is evil. So with that being said, Sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance with My Demons Podcast, the Halloween edition. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is episode ten. Hero or villain equals monster: the Halloween edition. Now, this particular episode was actually created from a conversation that turned into a debate, and it revolved around um, something called Slenderman, which was, I guess, this internet-created mythical, you know, paranormal creature um, that was created out of an internet forum back in the uh, in 2009 now i guess this the person who created it would ask you know the other people online to upload you know pictures or videos of something with paranormal images to it and out of this forum came you know slenderman it was created out of this now i guess this mythological slenderman would influence you know young kids or young people to do his bidding, I guess you would say, and, you know, violently hurt or kill somebody. Now, unfortunately, out of this story, probably the most, um, I guess, publicized story from this Slenderman was um, these three young girls um, who were all friends, and I guess act, two of them acted out, you know, from the influence of Slenderman, and... I guess, basically was told for them to kill their friend. Uh, fortunately for this third young lady, she did survive and, you know, is doing well today. Um, but these two other young ladies were, were you know, accused and found guilty. And, I guess from a mental state, they were um, sentenced to a mental facility. And so you know this this conversation spawned from i guess a documentary series or something that was going on on tv where the person who was watching spoke and they kept emphasizing how when they were watching this how they can see all the red flags and all the signs and you know they that they could see that this you know these kids were going to turn into killers or murderers just from these signs you know and, and, you know, it kind of got me thinking because obviously, you know, with mental illness, there's such a stigma already that revolves around um, serial killers or murderers or mass murders, whatever it may be. And it, it makes you think, OK, well, can you see these signs? It, it's really tough to say because now you just generalize the mental illness public by saying everybody... Who shows signs could potentially be a serial killer or murderer or violent abuser, or whatever it may be with just these signs so basically you're armchair quarterbacking and saying you can see because of these signs that these people are going to be killers is that possible I don't know um, I can speak for myself you know who lives with a mental illness and it's not been the case for me or anybody that I know personally, um, but let's just say, for hypothetically speaking, say there are signs and you can predict it. Now, with Jeffrey Dahmer series recently on, on the streaming app being highly publicized recently, were there signs that could tell you that he was going to become a killer or not? If you watch the series. It leads you to believe that, you know, there were. If you ask the individuals, unfortunately, they are no longer with us, but if you could ask the individuals then if they knew they were going to be murdered, I don't know if they would be able to tell you, yeah. Um, it seems to me that Jeffrey Dahmer seemed like, you know, a seemingly educated person, decent looking guy, charming to an extent, probably a little weird or eccentric from what the series kind of displays but would you be able to say yeah this guy is gonna kill me I beg to differ and, and unfortunately the people that he killed are, aren't here to be able to say for themselves but I'm guessing if they could see it coming they wouldn't have put themselves in that situation you have other high-profile killers such as Ted Bundy you know Ted Kaczynski, Ted Bundy was a very young good looking guy, educated he charmed a lot of young women, ultimately murdering them I'm guessing if these women could see it coming they wouldn't have put themselves in that situation Ted Kaczynski, this guy was once a professor, he studied at Harvard he was a professor at Berkeley obviously a, a, a very intelligent, well educated man who was a professor to many students Would those students have attended his class if they knew this guy was going to, you know, blow up people and become a mass murderer? I'm thinking probably not. But, you know, I'm not inside Ted Kaczynski's head to say different. But then I'm going to, you know, bring about another, I guess, set of names and it might make you think differently about it. You know, you have guys like um, the West Memphis Three, Damien Echols, and his two, two friends who were falsely accused or wrongfully accused of killing three young boys. Um, you know, they spent a, a, a good portion of their lives behind bars. Fortunately, the case was reversed and because there was insufficient evidence to prove... Um, their guilt and they were, you know, set free. These guys were accused, not because of evidence, clearly. They were accused because of what they looked like. These guys were three young teenagers who wore black, you know, who had earrings, who were into heavy metal, probably dabbled in Satanism, which is not a crime, but this was something that they were into. I guess... Because they were into what looks different to the norm, they are automatically accused. That seems like a pretty, you know, crazy thing to see happen. But that's what exactly what happens, and unfortunately, because of mental illness, that's exactly what you see going on every single day. And that's the reason why we have stigma. It's because right off the bat. People hear mental illness associated to somebody and they're already thinking the worst case scenario. They're already thinking serial killer. They're already thinking murderer. They're already thinking the worst terrible things you could possibly think of. That's probably what's going on in people's mind. The general consensus is that mental illness is associated with you know, with evil or bad things. Is it true? I suppose to some extent, yes. But to another extent, absolutely not. I'm gonna you know, list off a bunch of other names um, with people who have lived with mental illness. Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States. He was somebody who lived with depression. You have L- Ludwig van Beethoven, musical composer. Some would say musical genius. This is somebody who lived with bipolar disorder. You have somebody like John Keats, a renowned famous poet who lived with mental illness. Vincent Van Gogh, famous artist, lived with bipolar disorder. Sir Isaac Newton, scientist who lived with mental illness. Ernest Hemingway, Pulitzer Prize winning novelist. He lived with depression, severe depression. Michelangelo, world renowned painter. This guy was suffering with mental illness. These were all respectable people in history who managed and lived with mental illness, and none of those names that I've named you were violent killers or murderers or anything of that nature. So this is the importance of why people shouldn't generalize how they view and see people. Is there a way of knowing are there signs of knowing that somebody is evil or going to be a killer? I suppose there are signs, but those signs are are so broad and can, you know, be associated with many people, good or bad. So it makes it difficult to generalize. When people are watching things on T V, especially you know, crime, ...reality shows or movies... ...in relation to... ...to, you know... ...past murderers and stuff... ...we have to to keep in mind that... ...we're not living in those situations... ...we're not living in those... ...killers' heads... ...we're not living in those victims' heads... ...we don't know what was going on... ...in those moments and those circumstances... ...and... ...you know, knowing the outcome of all these cases now, you can pretty much know that none of these individuals really knew that it was coming. They were all, you know, spri- I almost say surprise attacks, but things that just happened that they didn't see coming, unfortunately. So to armchair quarterback, let's just say, what we see on TV and say, yeah, you can foresee what was happening because of what we saw on TV or a movie or whatever it may it's easy to make those judgments or comments or assessments because we're seeing it on TV we're seeing it on the, in the movie theater on the big screen or on our phones whatever it may be and we're making these judgments and assessments about things that have already happened so we know the outcome and now we're watching on TV basically saying yeah I could have saw that coming hmm. I'm pretty sure those, all those victims who lost their lives to these killers would beg to differ with you that's why it's, it's so important to be careful how, you know, we generalize things in, in life, in society. It needs to be handled with a certain level of respect for, for all the people who live with a mental illness who aren't killers, who aren't murderers, who aren't violent abusers. You know, it could be very offensive. It, it could be hurtful. Um, you're generalizing. You're basically saying everybody is one way, and it's not the case. You know, it's very important, and the only way we're going to end this stigma is by educating people and making people aware and making people responsible for their words and their actions and how they treat and handle people. You know, so th- that was the importance of this episode to me. It, this is always going to be a show about bringing awareness, about ending stigma, and reminding people that mental illness is not an evil thing and it shouldn't be associated with evil um it's not it's unfortunately it's an extreme situation that occurs when you see these things happen but it doesn't encapsulate everybody who has a mental illness and it and it should never encapsulate everybody with mental illness so i hope you all you know enjoy this episode um, this is the mid-season finale of Season 3 of Dance With My Demons Podcast. And I will be bringing you a brand new episode in two weeks. And I hope you all continue to tune in. I appreciate all your support. Um, the show just hit another milestone of 3,500 downloads, in which I'm very appreciative. To some, it might seem like nothing. But to me, it means everything for a show that pretty much wasn't supposed to happen. It kind of happened spontaneously, and I'm glad that it did, because I can continue to be the voice of those who aren't able to speak out about mental illness. So with that being said, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later! I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons Podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at Dance With My Demons 69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons Podcast, on X at DWMd Podcast 69 And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together, and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.